Hi, Keith here. Uh, basically, just going over a, a book that we've been kind of going over for the last few weeks. The name of the book is Any Three, Anywhere, Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. It's a witnessing book of how to uh, to witness to people about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's written by a gentleman named Mike Shipman. Uh, Mike basically started out writing this book just how because he had a, a, a ministry to reach Muslims. And uh, he found out basically that you know this could be used in any uh, for anybody in the world and stuff. So this is why he wrote the book. Uh, I'm reading out of chapter 11, "Any Three Bridges to Success: The Messenger." Now this is important. Uh, so I'm going to read some ch uh, some chat. Well, maybe some uh, paragraphs. And in the paragraphs, I'm going to highlight some certain things in hopes that you'll be excited enough to go to Amazon and get this book. Uh, any three, anyone, anywhere, anytime uh, about evangelism. Okay, successful evangelism is a gift from God, but it does not drop down from the sky. Effective evangelism does not come naturally. Uh, it comes spiritually through learning to abide in Christ, through watching others witness, and through practicing it yourself. Okay, uh, when Jesus said, follow me I will make you I will make you become fishers of men in Mark 117. He was saying that those who follow Jesus will be evangelists now. When we treat evangelism as merely one of the Christian virtues, it rarely produces much fruit. When evangelism becomes our passion as we walk day to day with Christ, it produces much fruit. Okay? A spiritual fruitfulness is the overflow of abiding in Christ, John 15, 1 through 8. This passage reminds us that evangelism is more than just saying the right words. It's staying connected to the vine. Some Christians who determine to become witnesses for Christ become frustrated because the plan didn't work. Uh, effective evangelism is so much more than just implementing a well-devised plan. It, it rolls out of living in an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and leading others to believe the gospel and enter to the same kind of relationship, okay? In addition to the challenging his disciples to abide in him, Jesus gave them a pattern for doing so. Abiding in Christ begins absolute surrender to Christ, a willingness to die, says in John 12, 24, uh, John 15, 13. Abiding in Christ also requires humility, John 13, 1 through 17. We need humility to make the adjustments necessary to obey. Uh, John 13, 6 through 10. Humility also keeps us in a proper relationship with one another. John 13, 12 to 17. Dying to ourselves and making a lifestyle adjustments in obedience to Christ's word is essential in abiding in Christ and doing his works. With these prerequisites, absolute surrender and humility, we are prepared to abide in Christ through his walk, his word and his works. These are the keys to experiencing faithfulness and fruitfulness. Christ used the upper room dis, uh, discourse to prepare his disciples to fulfill the Great Commission. And that is exactly what we're supposed to be doing, fulfilling the Great Commission, telling other people about Jesus, you know, leading other people to Christ, showing them about Jesus Christ and telling them the word of God, that they get saved and that, they, you know, that they escape the condemnation of hell that is to follow. Let's look more closely at humility and surrender and the three keys of abiding in Christ. Humility, okay? Humility means submitting to one another, 
Humility requires personal adjustments in order to obey Jesus' words rather than traditions, okay? The greatest surrender is the greatest adjustment we must make and die to ourselves as we surrender to the Lordship of Christ. Most of us will probably never endanger our lives by sharing the gospel. America is an open country. Very rarely will you endanger your life here in America and sharing the gospel. But once we are willing to die, the chains of fear, once you're willing to die for Christ, the chains of fear that keep us from boldly sharing the gospel are no longer can bind us. That is phenomenal. That's a wonderful word. As messengers of the gospel, as messengers of the gospel, we can become one with Christ only as we humble ourselves and surrender completely to Christ. Once a person is humble and willing to die, he is prepared to abide in Christ and experience greater works than Jesus did. Christ's walk. Christ's walk is the walk of prayer. You have to have strong prayer. I have a friend of mine, a evangelist, uh, Adele Garris, who you know wrote a book, and I like to critique his book or like do a book review about his about you know, preparing for revival. And one of the main things in, in, in revival is you have to walk in prayer. Jesus promised to work through his disciples who walk with him in prayer. Hallelujah. Uh, now you're looking at Christ's word, obedience to the word of God. We have to read the Bible. People don't read the Bible. I mean, there's very few. It's not, the, it's not the pastor's responsibility to read the Bible for you and for me. We have to read the Bible ourselves. I mean, that's, this is the word of God. It says obedience to the word of God is essential in abiding. How are you going to be obedient to the word? You don't even know the word. He also has he also has my commands and keeps them is the word is one who loves me. Jesus said point blank. He said point blank, and it's probably around the same as John 14, 22. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what Jesus said. If you love me, keep my commandments, okay? Jesus works. Jesus Christ's works are those things he does and through us when we're walking in the spirit. Abiding in Christ is more than just praying and obeying. So Christ works for his disciples in the upper room. He taught them to abide in Christ, to bold, have bold evangelism, uh, and still multiplying discipleship. You want other people to, uh, to tell other people about Christ. Develop churches and be a church together. Equip leaders. Greater works was promised by Christ. It said in John 14, he made an earth-shattering promise to his disciples. He called it the greater works promise. Greater works. Jesus promised two things for those who believed in him, that they would do the same kind of works he did, and they would do greater works. That's what Jesus Christ said. We should do greater works than he did. Only through him. We have to pray, read the Bible, be bold witnesses. Thank you for listening to this seven-minute podcast. I usually stay around seven minutes. I'll let you know. Sometimes I'm a little under. Sometimes I'm a little over. It's about seven minutes. So, This is Keith Kelly with We Will Go Ministries Stream Faith in Jesus podcast. Chapter 11 of the book. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. God bless you.